Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, Dana, it's that time again of the week when you and I get to, we get to exercise our kicking feet. We do. We're doing some kicking exercises that hopefully will help our brain. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I, I don't know. Let me rethink that. Yeah, no, it seems oh, like... Oh, David, come on. We're burying the lead. Oh, Episode sorry. Episode 92 of the Kixam ADHD podcast. Bam. Bam. Rethinking the brain and exercise. I love how you exercise your brain to rethink something about the brain. <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm reading that title, I'm thinking, was that a, maybe we should have called it something else. Anyway, that's the name, and I'm sticking to it, man. I, no, I, I'm glad you did. It's it's kind of recursive. It's like a recursive acronym, except it's not acronymous. So it's <laughs> it's anyway. Yeah. So mommy's um, using big words again. It's 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 a topic that we all love to hate. Not the brain part, the exercise part. Exercise. <laughs> well, some of us love to hate it, and some of us love it, and some of us hate to love it. Anyway. We are continuing on our lifelong mission to improve our attention, our productivity, and our mood. And that's why today we are talking about making exercise easier for ADHD so we can make ADHD easier to live with. I love it. I love it. And this is, I I was telling you before we got on the air, I am... This is timely because because this is one of those things that needs to like re make its way back to a front ish burner in my life. <laughs> this whole a front ish burner, front ish, okay. and not maybe not the front burner, but but <laughs> because it needs to at least be on the stove. Oh wow, or ouch. warm somewhere. Oh gosh, yeah. Ouch, <laughs> ouch, ouch. Oh, did I burn? I kind of walked right into that. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It's just, you're you're on fire. You're burning, Sizzling. burning hot. Yeah, Sizzling, exactly, baby. Anyway, okay. So this week we're talking about the whys and the types of exercise for your brain. And next week we're going to talk about how to actually do it, how to break through the barriers, how to and the blocks, how to make it easier, and maybe even enjoy exercising. Yeah, I've been there before. It's been a while, but it it's the it's the why that I that I am excited about, especially for today, since that's our topic. But um, yeah, it makes such a difference. And you know, I was telling you this. Is this a good time for me to talk about my lapse in oh. exercise? Go ahead, talk, David. You know, the pandemic came along. Yep. And I I've was at the that. time three or four times a week in the morning at the gym with my good buddy, and we were working out. And of course, we stopped when the pandemic hit and the, the, the gym was run by a hospital, so it shut down, you know. Then they reopened it. And in the fall of 2020, we had some fits and starts and we got back sort of at it. But then my, my buddy had a shoulder injury and couldn't lift anymore. And at the same time, I'm looking around and I'm like, you know, none of these jokers are taking this this pandemic very seriously. And like, you're just, you're pushing a lot of air out if you're doing anything effective right so you're like spewing pathogens into the atmosphere and masks and all that and i was just like you know what i'm canceling my membership and i did and i just haven't settled back into anything that's been really stable since then and i miss it and i miss the benefits that i got from it for my for my brain 
Yeah, especially since you're in a job now where you're under a lot of stress. You've always been under a lot of stress, but it sounds like it's more than sometimes it has been in the past. That's fair. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. true. It's so a true story. It's important. And it's important. most of my my day involves, you know, parking my rump in a chair unless I elevate my desk, which you know sometimes I do, so that I can stand. I wish I had an elevated desk. Well, you too can elevate your desk. I mean, we can, this can be... <laughs> Would that elevate my thoughts? Maybe. I don't know. You could at least get high anyway. in the middle of the day if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a stand-up guy. What can I say? Oh, David, I can't even keep up with those. Okay. Anyway, let's get back on this. All right. So a lot of people, I think, have your same story. Not right. same story, but experience with exercise in the pandemic and for some people it's time to get back some people have been able to maintain it i lapsed for a while at the beginning of the pandemic when i quit my gym and then um i started again and and rethink rethought it rethink it thought it it it's been rethunk david yeah sure it's been rethunk (laughs) and and Yeah. And and got back into it again. And I actually like what I'm doing now better than I liked what I was doing at the gym. And my body likes Ooh. it better, too. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, good. Yeah. Congratulations. I wish yeah. I had a similar story, but I plan to soon. You plan to soon. OK, so what's happening today is I did some research, some mm. more recent research than I done in the past on exercise, because I thought, you know, we need to broaden our look at exercise uh, more than just ADHD, because it also impacts anxiety. It impacts depression, those close relatives of ADHD. So I thought, uh, let's look at those as well. Excellent. And because many of our listeners deal with um one or more of those things yeah so yeah fair okay. enough fair enough yeah good all yeah. right yeah and it and so it, and it does it. help across the board so i i get what you're doing here i see what you're up to you're what just am I up you're to? laying on a bunch of like carrots and <laughs> stuff so that we can be drawn into the exercise and really like yeah. get why it'll be great for us. And then next week yeah. comes the stick. No, I'm kidding. No, just carrots. It's yeah. all carrots here. It's yeah. not a stick, a bat. No. <laughs> so <laughs> um, before we recorded, David was talking about his lack of exercise and how he had, well, he hasn't gained weight, but his weight has redistributed itself in different parts of his body than before. And I had to remind him and lead, listeners, I'm reminding you, we are not talking about exercising for weight gain here. We're not exercise, talking about exercise to help you live two years longer or anything like that. We're talking about exercise to help your brain. Good call. Good call. And it will benefit my body too, because yes. my brain is part of my body, but, yes. but, but the brain is the central focus here. Yeah, that's their central focus. And at the end of today, we will fold in a little bit of the other because that can layer on even more of the motivation. Good. Okay. However, yeah. for for a lot of this, we are talking about our brain. Okay. All right. Okay. Brain functioning. Here we go. Brain functioning. Here we go. All right. So every study that I've ever seen about ADHD, the brain exercise shows that the brain works a lot better when it's got exercise on board. It just True. does. Yeah. yeah. And there have been books written about this. Spark by Dr. John Rady, who wrote, co-wrote Driven to Distraction. I believe I've mentioned him before. Hmm. There's a newer book, Move the Body, Heal the Mind by Dr. Jennifer 
Heights, I believe it's is. She's a neuroscientist. Awesome. Okay, cool. And we'll we'll okay. we'll link these out in the show notes for anybody that wants to like, you know, that way you can open your your podcast app and tap right now and you'll be right yeah. there. Where you and can, right there. Yeah. Right there. Okay. okay. So what some of the research shows and there's a lot of other um, research papers and studies on it, too. So, so what the research shows is exercising immediately increases dopamine and neuropinephrine. Yeah. Those neurotransmitters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise releases another neurotransmitter called brain-derived neurotropic factor, Ooh. also known, known as BDNF. So it's kind of like a mir- Dr. Rady calls it miracle grow for the brain. Yeah, neurotropics, those are good those are good things. I, I like yeah. I like those. And and you yeah. I mean you're not even mentioning the endorphins like the runner's high and some of that stuff, but that's gotta mm-hmm. be related to like some of this. Oh yeah. Yeah, of, I think it is. I think it is. So yeah. the BDNF um actually we know about dopamine and neuropronephrine. The BDNF shifts motivation, it mood. It helps with emotional dysregulation. It increases intention span. It increases memory. And there have been a ton of studies on this stuff. Interesting. I haven't looked into yeah. BDNF. That yeah. sounds that sounds interesting. Yeah. And it um there are Dr. Rady actually is on this mission to increase exercise in schools because it helps with it helps the bad kids become good kids or decent kids, you know, and and cause and reduces a lot of the problems in schools. So as schools have gotten more away from exercise and PE and all of that stuff because they just don't have time, they're teaching ABCs and all those other things that it's actually been detrimental to yeah, the kids in more sure. than just weight it's it's detrimental to their brain and I, I recently saw a similar study about learning and memory that was like hey if you want to remember something you just learned go exercise right away there's this there's this effect that takes place in the brain where it just it just helps it just helps with brain wiring you know yeah yeah so good it stuff helps balance the brain um and we're not even going to talk about dementia and right. alzheimer's and exercise but it's one of the things that really what they science is showing that it's one of the things that helps with that okay and also another thing i learned in my research today was gentle exercise increases neuropeptide y as in the letter y which soothes anxiety why does it do that no i'm kidding um (laughs) that's really cool neuropeptide y soothes well i mean you know we have less it anxiety. Does things when to we, the, yeah. It does things to the amygdala and oh, such. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it also, exercise reduces inflammation, right. which reduces depression. Yeah, yeah. So there, there, there's uh, Dr. Um, Heights did research on, she's in um, research on people who don't respond to SSRI. Right. Do, um, classical like antidepressants right yeah thank you that Mm -hmm. brain could not give me that information um yes and so some people it's not a serotonin issue it is a brain inflammation issue that your body gets inflamed and and then your brain does as well and the exercise helps reduce that and you know there are very few things we can do about inflammation in the brain like you know the the blood brain barrier prevents medications from getting in there there's a lot of stuff so we actually have to do something else 
other right. than meds, right, to help with, with right. inflammation. Other than if it gets yeah. really bad, in which case they just cut your skull open and relieve the pressure. But that's a whole different yeah, thing. Yeah, but know. that's not what we're talking about. We're, we're not, not really hoping for that, that today. Your your head is not so big because your brain is inflamed. That's not what we're talking about. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, lots of good stuff here. And then we need to figure out how we use this information. So, but yeah. So this is, there's a lot of good data out there about, okay, exercise brain good let's do it yeah very good and and that's that's something that we can obviously see clear benefits for like mood attention memory learning the brain chemicals that we all desperately love and need and don't have Mm -hmm. enough of but like okay exercise is kind of a nebulous term right (laughs) yes so yeah so we're going to we then we want to dig into that more i do want to say that a uh, number of the articles I read today said from written by doctors um, that said that um, you may not be able to not take your medication, but it can reduce the amount of medication that you take. Interesting. If you're someone with ADHD and you're taking ADHD meds, yeah. this might actually and, reduce your need for them somewhat. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Okay. And with anxiety and depression, um, there's even a stronger case oh, for you- reducing the meds you just so connected a dot for me you know the last time what? i had to go through the trouble of trying to recalibrate my medication was was not long after i stopped my weightlifting oh routine. really yeah i hadn't put okay. that together until just this very yeah. moment yeah and i talked to a woman today um and she was doing okay she's done okay throughout her life and she hit a wall and she did great in school all through high school through college you know pulled honors lists all of this and then she graduated went back to get her master's and she couldn't do it she hit the wall and everything just fell apart and she said yeah i was going to school and pulling straight a's and i was on the track team all through high school and college and then so I asked the million dollar question. I said, uh, I'm curious, when you were getting your master's, when you tried that, were you were you still running? And she said, No, I had I stopped. So they didn't have a track team at work for her or a track team in the graduate <laughs> the school. Work track like, team. That's what you need. Every every office needs a track team. I don't anyway, want Anyway, I thought team, that was so yes. that was so interesting yeah. is that that and and who knows? I mean, there sure. may have been other things going on as well. However, she'd been able to manage it all, hold it all together while she was long distance running and then she stopped and it all doing basically the same thing and everything fell apart. Isn't that interesting? Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Dr. Johnson, let's <laughs> continue. Yes. Shall okay. we? Okay. So the amount of exercise for the brain. Now, here's where I think it gets interesting, David, okay. Okay. because we talk about anxiety. Dr. Heitz says 30 minutes, three times a week of light to moderate exercise, like walking, moderate cycling, swimming, dancing, is really good. That's our goal okay. for anxiety, okay? You want your heart rate elevated, however you don't want it racing. Really intense exercise can increase stress. Right. And I don't remember how she said it, but something like we only, our brain can only do one stress thing at a time, so it's it's... If you're if you're trying to deal with anxiety and you're working out too intensely, too hard, it's just going to increase the stress. Okay, interesting. Okay. So you may you may need to do this lighter for a little while so that you get some improvement in the anxiety or whatever. 
So it's a moderate. But then you can maybe step it up, walking. maybe to get more benefit later. Like maybe I'm just I'm theorizing. But well, yeah. or why do you? Why do we always feel like we need to do more, more, because more, more? Because more is better, right? More is better, Dana. More is better. Necessarily, David. Okay. Oh, what did I just look at those notes? Bottom line for anxiety is 30 minutes of light to moderate exercise three times a week. Okay, very good. I like that. You know, and I'm with you. If it's I feel if I'm not sweating all over and panting, I'm not doing enough. But this. I'm, the, the doctor, Dr. Heights says. Okay. I mean, but, you know, I have a fundamental principle in life. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. So, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, bottom line for anxiety is 30 minutes of light to moderate exercise three times a week. A half hour, three times a week. So every other day, something like that, 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Walk around the block. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Depression. Depression. Dr. Heights comes back. Our good friend, Dr. Jennifer Heights, says exercise reduces inflammation in the body and the brain, which can improve mood. We talked about that. 40 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise a week show to be as effective as the normally recommended. 150 minutes a week for physical health. Okay, so, so less amounts, moderate to vigorous, work for depression. Okay, so yeah, extra okay. mental health. Depression requires less exercise than what they normal recommendations for physical body health. Did you I know, did that make sense? It don't, no, yeah, it totally made sense. Forty minutes is is fewer minutes, obviously, than thirty times three. So yeah. you know you might be able to save shave some time but, off there, but, but it's intense. more intense. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. so this is where because I always I do I do like to get the heart rate up if I can. I'm not a big fan of yeah. just cardio for the sake of cardio, but like intense weightlifting will do that. It will get your yeah. heart rate up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've got a bottom line for depression: forty minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise a week. Now, she did not say to spread that out on this one like she did for anxiety. And my thought is, you know, spread it out. You don't don't say doing 40 minutes one day a week is enough because it's probably not. You'll probably do better if you do more more often. Right. Just makes sense. Except for whatever is helping you become consistent about it, right? If you can get that 40 minutes every week, Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm not trying to throw a wrench in the works. I'm just thinking about consistency. Yeah. 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 OK. Anyway, so that's depression. It's cool. really clear, isn't it? Exactly what we need. Yeah. It's right? quantified. Right. 30 minutes of light oh, exercise yeah. three times a week for anxiety. But 40 minutes once get, a week or whatever. Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. And then we get to our friend attention deficit disorder oh. or attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Do we have studies on 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 usins? We have studies on usins up the wazoo. We're like we're like lab rats, aren't we? Yeah. Well, yeah, they've studied lab rats comparing exercise with lab rats for ADHD too. I bet I can okay. lift more than a lab rat. That's not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, there are not clear recommendations, specific recommendations for ADHD, okay. like there are for anxiety and depression, which kind of pissed me off, frankly. I was annoyed. So we are people that need to know, we need information, and we need to know what our goals are and what we're aiming for, and can you people not help us out I mean, and really? give us a, something a little bit more specific? I mean, we need the simplest form possible. And, yeah. And so people with anxiety and depression, they get simple instructions, but do we? No. No. Okay. Right. And actually, David, I have removed a lot from the notes here because i went on a rant i really did 
<laughs> I'm going to go through the editing history on this doc and see how many expletives you removed. Okay. <laughs> no, that's Come on. Yeah. So, what do we need? And and so here's some of the studies that I found okay. and there's nothing really specific. Dr. Rady, love him, says exercises like taking a little bit of Prozac and a little bit of exercise. No. A little bit of Prozac and a little bit of Adderall. Cardio with simple motor skills balances your brain chemistry. All right, all right. Pro, okay. Prozac yeah, so and Adderall, those right both there. sound like yeah. friendly, okay. friendly substances. Yeah, so it balances your brain chemistry. Good stuff. Okay. So you say how much? No. Some exercise, Michael, right. Dr. Okay, Michael right. Laura, who is a psychiatrist or psychotherapist, psychiatrist, I believe, and there was a chart article in chat, exercising for ADHD must be done frequently with occasional bursts of intensity. The general guidelines for using exercise to treat ADHD are to do moderate intensity cardiovascular for 30 to 40 minutes, at least four to five times a week. So there is something specific there, but it's not what everybody else is saying at the same time, too. Um, and, so, and also, so, like, what does frequently mean? Is this like five times a day, five times a week? <laughs> three to four times a week, he says. Okay. And okay. he recommended things like CrossFit. Okay. okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Now, yeah, you're nah. So here I mean, you go. This themselves. is my. I mean, those people kill themselves. I did for three years, four years. I did a a very close relative of CrossFit, and I was always injured. Yeah, and rhabdo is a thing. I mean, you talk about inflammation. Holy crap! Right. Yeah, you can really hurt yourself. Okay. Right. Sorry. So right, and and you have to go. I mean, you've got to go to a place. You've got to pay lots of money. You've got to practically kill yourself. So, Doctor Michael Laura, I don't know how old he is, but he looked fairly young in the thing. And and you know, a lot of, we're we're talking to people. We want to be able to sustain the exercise for our whole lives without always being injured and killing ourselves. Because you were talking about it, your buddy injured his shoulder, and then everything fell apart. Yeah, and you can't. You, I mean, injuring yourself. I mean, it happens. But right, you know, if you're if you're bordering on that, you know, maybe some modification of the plan is a good idea. Because as soon as that took him out, you know, his 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 health deteriorated because of the because of the injury. You know. Yeah, yeah. Now, one thing that I did not mention that Doctor Rady said is he also says we need um, cardio with simple motor skill balancing exercise oh that's good so he said yeah here's what he said though david things like gymnastics yeah things like mountain biking things like skateboarding things like <laughs> falling down mountains things like jumping out of perfectly good airplanes things like i mean okay like these are getting like more and more he, dangerous he, as we go like, like i mean he had this list of jumping down the side of okay, a cliff yeah. With, yeah well yeah and and ice skating oh sure and i'm thinking <laughs> WTF. So here I am. I'm going to go start doing gymnastics. Sure you are. I mean, but right? you, it's funny because I saw a story years ago about a guy who was like in his 90s that had built this sort of backyard balancing like obstacle course thing and it and it, yes. and it kept his brain he had demonstrated yes. brain benefits from balance related stuff. Yeah, no, the balance is fantastic and Dr. Hallowell has I didn't pull that information sure. out i i um, neglected to and um however yeah balancing exercises are great and they engage brain. the brain yeah exactly it's yeah. like it's like actually exercising your brain and not just your your body yeah 
so Dr. Rady did say martial arts, okay, but I was going, I was getting a little dramatic by all the high risk um, things. I'm thinking, yeah, right, here I am at my age, I'm going to go start doing gymnastics. Yeah, tell hey, me about I'll meet anyway. you in the gym. Let's do, let's do some of those. Um, what's the thing where the, the horse pummel, pummel horse thing? Oh, the pummel horse. Let's do that. There we go. I mean, let's start with that on day one. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, but we know, okay, some complex movements and getting cardio. Great. In the Journal of Attention Disorders, there was a a study there on ADHD boys, of course, and they compared high-intensity interval training. That's Mm -hmm. a typo there, David. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't going to correct it. Yeah. Okay. With you can there, there. Thank you. With regular ADHD treatments, and it showed that the high intensity interval training was more effective improving motor skills, self esteem, competence, and attention than the regular ADHD treatments, which would mean medication and therapy. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta believe that at some level, at least part of that effect is the variety. Because you're you're doing one thing and then you immediately jump to something completely different and then you come back and you do you know what I mean like it's that it's that well you know yeah maybe so the h the h i i t the high intensity interval training hit I guess we could call hit. it it's quick spurts quick spurts of draining physical effort followed by rest with the sequence repeated multiple times and I have heard Dr. Rady talk about that at a conference and I did not. Um, he didn't give specifics. If he okay. did, I didn't write them down. So I don't know how much, but we know that HIT is great for the brain. Yeah. And it it's really, really accessible. It gets more and more accessible as we go along with this. Oh, good. Because what we're really looking for is the least amount of exercise we need for to manage our ADHD. Yeah, we want to maximize the benefit and and we all are too busy already anyway, right? So like adding a whole bunch of complex and difficult right. time consuming stuff isn't going to help. But like simple yeah, things sending that we us can do. out. Yeah. to load up our miking ba- by mountain bike every morning and go flying down a hill. Um anyway, and then there was another, I thought this one was really interesting, Nora University, which is in Saudi Arabia. Mm. It's a university for women, and they were studying girls with ADHD. Oh, really? Which, I, isn't that fascinating? It's so fascinating, yeah. Right, on many levels. Anyway, they had a clinical trial of 30 adolescent girls with ADHD, and they had them running sprints. Mm. And they studied their dopamine levels and their motor skills, and their um, dopamine levels and no motor skills significantly increased over the control group in the study. Sprinting. Just sprinting. sprinting. Okay. So sprinting and stopping. So it was the H, the high intensity. Sure. Yeah, it's another version of that. Absolutely. Sprinting yeah. and stopping. Okay. Okay. So, so it's starting to say, okay, so our dopamine levels will increase if we're doing more high intensity interval training. We want to get the heart rate up. We want to be breathing harder. And how can, how can we start to to shape this so it works for our lives yeah right right and 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 to benefit the brain as you said not the other things yeah it's going to benefit the other things too sure and i think for the other things you need to have more of it sure but like the but the but the minimum viable amount to get the brain health going because it just that cascades into every part of your life as you know when your brain health improves everything else starts to improve 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's what I was interested to see this about the depression because with I've had clients who are depressed and getting them to get off the sofa to go exercise mm. is really hard to do. Yeah, it's like the definition you know, so of what gotta, you don't want to do when you're depressed, right? right. Yeah. So yeah. we've got to re- we've got to reduce that that resistance, the friction and make it as easy as possible. Makes sense. So basically it's doing something, doing anything yeah. is better than nothing. Move, move, move some several times move a week. Some. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. So for general health, there was a study out of University of Texas in Austin that looked at general health, not just brain, but their the physical health. And they were aiming for the least amount of exercise for their body for physical health. Hmm. And they they started um eight second high intense intervals followed by 30 to 45 seconds of rest oh wow repeating that 15 to 30 times and then they would over time they would um do longer periods of the Mm, intense exercise with shorter periods of rest okay and more wow eight second intervals that's like Wow. That's nothing because I was, my, yeah. so I, that's what I was doing today. I was running around the house as I writing this and, and I'd get up and do it for a bit and come and th- eight seconds is nothing, baby. It's oh, nothing. I know. Right. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. That's, that's excellent. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, uh, this study, um, they first did it on students and then they said, wait a second. And they did another study on middle-aged and older adults. And it was amazing who hadn't exercised before or hadn't had not been exercising. And the the health benefits were amazing. Oh, I bet. So we just got to say, if it's health and you're helping your whole body, it's going to be helping your brain. Well, that's very true. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Good stuff. So there's a lot of information there. And I just wanted to give the background. And maybe it's too much. Sorry. Hope we didn't lose anyone. Yeah. But now we need to get into, okay, what's the best kind of exercise for ADHD? Ah, the $64,000 question. Right. Okay, And the, what, I have, what I've always said is, you ready? Drum roll. That's the not best, working. The, okay. okay, enough. Stop. The best exercise for ADHD is the one that you will do. Yeah, hello. Right. Yeah. So, yes, we know that exercise requiring complex movement, Tai Chi, martial arts, yoga, eccentric, something like that, and with increased heart rate, that's really fabulous. And I also am throwing in there getting outside too. more and more studies are saying people with ADHD need to be out in nature. We need more vitamin D. And if so, if we can be doing Getting out there, moving and doing stuff outside, fab. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a great little recipe right there. Which one will you do? Which one gets you outside? Which one gets you moving? Maybe it's even a yeah. hobby that you, you know. You yeah, know. of course, because right? it needs to be fun. All right. Yeah. So we've got to look at, it's got to, our plan has got to meet reality. I have worked with so many people over the years who have started these exercise plans with great intentions and they can't pull, get off the ground. They just, mm-hmm. it doesn't ever happen because it's too hard to do. Yeah. It can't be complex. In, as much as we enjoy complexity, no. we just can't go there. We've got to right. start with something stupid, simple. Right. Right. So we've got to make it easy. Talking it about that next week. Good. We have to make it easy. We have to figure out our personal motivations for it. We will talk more about that next week. 
Okay. But we also, we want to look at a few things. So these are the things that listeners, I want you to start paying attention to this week. And if you have any health issues, please talk to your doctor before you go out and do anything. Okay. Fair enough. Be, be smart about your body. One of the things I found when I was in boot camp is I was injuring myself because I was not paying attention. Mm, I wouldn't do the lifts right. I wouldn't do the things right because there were all these other people around and I was interested in them and I was looking in the mirror at them and paying attention to everybody else and not to what I was doing. So, so I'm a attention lot... was a factor in, in... Oh, God, yeah. I mean, that's just... I'm just amused and I'm sure we're all amused yeah. by... Well, it's just the irony. Yeah. It's the irony of it. It's not you. It's just the irony of the whole thing. Right. It's like, yeah. Right. It was too distracting. So do something and that I you was, can that doesn't that doesn't result in you getting distracted and injuring yourself. And, like, so at home I'm able to do boot camp kind of workouts and I can focus because mm. I it's not I'm not distracted by everybody else. Yeah, fair enough. So that works better for me. Okay, anyway, so there's three things that we want to look at. Okay. How often and how intense you need your exercise to be. So we're doing our, our one rat study on this, all right? We need to build this plan for ourselves okay. because no one's telling us this magic ADHD exercise formula. Mm. So how often and how intense, how long do we need to exercise, and the type of exercise. We want to start to get a framework on that. Okay. Let's talk about the how often and how intense. So what do you need for your brain to work? Is it daily? I've got some clients that they need to do something every single day. Is it three times a week? Is it moderate? Is it intense? Is it a combination? So what is it that you need, your brain needs? And that means you've got to start noticing and paying attention, getting out our, our, um, our ADHD manipulation matrix that we were talking about. Absolutely. Right? Okay. So what I know is if I worked out too hard, my brain gets really foggy and I can't focus for the rest of the day. And I have other success club members who have done that as well. So there, that idea, oh, there's never no such thing as too much. That's not real. We've got to be careful. Got to watch out for that. You're trying to tell me more is not always better. Yikes. Okay. Fair enough. I'm okay. listening. Okay. So pull it back. And that's hard to do. It's hard yeah. to do. I know. I I still, every once in a while, I, extra, I did it last week. I exercised too much and I was just toast the rest of the day. Yikes. Yeah. And then we also want to think about, remember, are we managing ADHD? Are we managing anxiety? Are we managing depression? Because anxiety and depression don't need as high intensity, especially anxiety. It won't do as well with high as high intensity as ADHD. So what's the thing that's bugging you the most right now? Yeah, good question. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the awareness. It, that's a, that's what I love about this, right? You know, you're, and that's your point yeah. right now, right? Notice. <laughs> yeah. Notice. You know, what are mm. you trying to do? You don't take the same medication for everything. So no. why would you expect the same exercise to do it for everything? Sure. And so people are probably saying, dang it, Dana, I still don't know. What do I need to do? All right. If you need to do something, start with 15 minutes of moderate exercise three days a week. Notice. What happens, what happens after you exercise? Is it a spot treatment? How long does it last? You know, what's going on? If that's not enough, do more, maybe 30 minutes. Try it and see. Maybe it's going out for a fast walk or something. I've got my little mini trampoline. I run on that baby listening to podcasts and I love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 
And I know 15 minutes for me is great. Cool. You can do a little bit more of a mile than a mile and it's great. Okay. So that is the other thing is how long do we need to exercise? And everybody's all over the board. I've coached hundreds of people over the years and I've, there's not one pattern. Um, one guy used to n- need to run five miles a day before he felt any difference. That was a lot of running. Oh my god! it was tough to get that in. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Some you had people... Forrest Gump as a client. That's amazing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Some people say 20 minutes riding your bike. Boom. Yeah. Um, as I said, 15 minutes of running, or I'm starting to experiment with the hit now, the high intensity stuff. And I'm finding five minutes of that. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Yoga never, yoga never helped my, helped me with focus. I always called it distracted yoga because I might be doing yoga with my mind going a million miles an hour. However, I loved it. My body liked it, but it didn't ever seem to do something for my brain. A lot of people say yoga is great for their brain. Yeah, this is why I like yoga with Adrian, because the dog is there to distract you while you're doing this. Is that little Buddha? Uh, Benji, I think. Is Benji, is it? Is it the the female Adrian or Adrian the male Adrian? Adrian is the female, yeah. Oh, it's a different Adrian. Okay. Oh, okay. Anyway, oh, we digress with our eight. Too many Adrians doing yoga. Um, all right, so notice how long you need to exercise. And then what type? Yeah. What works for you? So here we need to start looking at what will you do consistently. There it is again. Right. Exactly. Because because like you might think, well, hey, you know, uh, an hour of intense weightlifting does it. But I but I'll never get to the gym. So, OK, well, that's right. out. And I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Or I've had people say, well, I'm going to go swim every day, but we can't get them into their bathing suits and their, you know, and their bathing caps or whatever and getting to the pool <laughs> or was too cold or whatever, you know. Yeah. So what I really recommend is. And I love is a patchwork of exercises. Yes. Variety is great, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's some high intensity. So I, this is what I do. It's like in the morning. Okay. What do I, you know, what am, what am I up for today? What's my body up for today? Yeah. And maybe it's a little Tai Chi. I do a program called eccentrics. Maybe it's the hit maybe and weights. I need, I want to keep my strength, you know? And then there's stretching and then also the fun, the hobbies, the going out and walking with friends. And, you know, some people love walking their dogs that I love my dog, but it's I I don't it by myself with the dog isn't a charge to go walk her. Yeah. You need you know, a greyhound, so, see? Then, then the greyhound takes you for a walk, and then yeah. you, and then you jog. Yeah. 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 Uh. So what? You know, look, think of it as a patchwork of exercise. We just want to do something, and it doesn't have to be one thing that's really, um, I don't know, laborious. Yeah. Is that the right word, David? Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes yeah. if you do the thing that you don't enjoy as much, but then if you mix up other things, and then great, you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. And then always down to what's your why. So yes, brain function, but I know my why is strength. I know my why is to, as I age, to be aging as well as I possibly can. Yep, absolutely. To be standing up straight and be strong and to be flexible and to be able to move and do all the things that I love about life as many years as I possibly can. Strength Um, matters. Is it social? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Is it social? Is it fun? Are you learning something? You know, what is your why for exercising? And we're going to dig more into that next week. Good stuff. Wow. All right. 
I think we made some serious, uh, you know, progress. We spent today. a lot of time. Sorry, this was so long today, everybody. Oh no, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And so, listener, what stood out to you? What What are you hearing? What's helping your brain? What are you noticing? Um, and if you don't have anything that you're already noticing, well, then you can look at the three things Dana mentioned. You know, how how often and how intense. How long do you exercise and what type of exercise is working for you? Those are things we'd like to hear from you about. You can find today's episode on the web at kicksomeadhd.com slash 092. That three-digit episode number works. This is number 92, so we'd love to hear from you there. You can also hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Just search kicksomeadhd. And Dana, I've got a lot to rethink here about my brain. Okay. So what's your, when, when are you going to get out and move next, David? Shortly. I mean, like, actually, as soon as we finish recording, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not kidding. I'm actually, uh, I've got some, some, it was already cool. planned. Um, oh, so yeah. Good. Yeah. A plus for you. I buddy. guess I get a gold star, gold a sticker, stars. something. Gold yeah. stars. Yeah. Like you that. get the sticker. Boom. Right there on your forehead. Ouch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody get curious. What kind of exercise have you been able to do consistently in the past? What feels great? What makes you think better? Get curious. Start to pay attention. We'll talk more about it next week. Thanks, everyone. And go out and kick yourself some ADHD. Bam! We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com. Kick Some ADHD.